The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Brian Mazarowski. Susan's off this morning, and we've got some weather to talk about once again. John Hitchcock, we go live to the National Weather Service to start our morning here. All right, John, a lot of people uh, might have been woken up overnight. Some strong winds, rain, uh, things like that. Our weather's taking a turn. Yeah, good morning, Brian. It's almost like a June morning this morning. We're already in the low to mid-50s, even 60 degrees in Dunkirk, and there's still some thundery downpours out there this morning. Uh, That will continue to be the case through the morning hours. We'll be uh, well into the 60s through about noon or so. Then a very strong cold front enters western New York. And from there, temperatures will free fall. So we'll be in the low to mid-60s around lunchtime and down to about 30 by dinnertime. That is, I mean, quite a drop in temperature. We're talking like 30 degrees uh, right there. What sort of problems can that bring? Yeah, oftentimes when you have those extreme temperature drops, uh, that is often accompanied by strong winds, and that will be the case today. We expect peak wind gusts of 50 to 55 miles per hour. That will start as soon as that cold front arrives, midday to early afternoon, and then continue through this evening. So those winds might bring down a few trees, a few power lines, that result in scattered power as it's today. Well, we'll be watching out for some of those. Winds overnight, I mean, just how kind of wild did it get over the past uh, six hours or so? Yeah, the winds were gusting to 35 to 40 miles an hour, so not that bad overnight. Uh, they will be stronger this afternoon. Uh, now, we have been concerned about the potential for a flash freeze this afternoon. Uh, that potential doesn't look as great now. It looks like during the time when temperatures fall below freezing, uh, there's not going to be much rain or snow falling. And with the strong winds, we think the pavement will kind of blow dry, if you will, uh, as the temperatures are falling below freezing. So that potential doesn't look that great. There still could be some icy spots around, though, late this afternoon and this evening as we fall into the 20s. Well, some good news there. Uh, how long does the kind of craziness last later on today? Uh, are we looking a little more calm tomorrow? Yeah, for the most part, uh, this active weather is just today and tonight. There will be some lake effect snow showers around. We expect uh, one to three inches across a high, high terrain south of Buffalo, maybe a dusting to an inch here in the metro area from late this afternoon through tonight. Uh, then that all winds down tomorrow. The winds diminish, and we'll be one day of cold tomorrow with highs in the upper 20s, and then we warm up again Friday, up close to 50 by Friday afternoon after a chilly start, and then into the 50s on Saturday and 60s by Sunday. Yeah, i got to tell you, John, this week has been moving slow ever since I saw that weekend forecast. Yeah, and this weekend looks mainly dry both days, so it should be a pretty nice weekend for outdoor activities. Great stuff. Hey, John, thank you, and uh, thanks for keeping us up to date on what we're going to look at this morning. National Weather Service meteorologist John Hitchcock joining us live on WBEM. We had a big turnout last night in Cheektowaga. All the sound off on the future of mail service in western New York. Here's WBEN's Max Ferry. The United States Postal Service gave the western New York community a presentation that outlines their proposed plans to direct mail distribution facilities from Buffalo to Rochester. Representatives of USPS outlined their plans to reposition the William Street facility from a processing and distribution center to a local processing center. The USPS made it clear that it does not plan to lay off employees or delay the mail service. This is part of USPS. 
UPS has allocated $40 billion initiative to upgrading its processing, transportation, employee experience, and overall modernization nationwide. However, many Western New Yorkers believe that this will do the opposite and that this will significantly slow services in Western New York. And if we're going to discuss that whether or not we are slowing the mail, we must remember this is not the first step along the way. We have cut mail service standards many times over. Does anyone remember overnight mail service? Oh, yeah. But don't worry, we will get the mail to you in a two-day standard from this side of the street to that side of the street, and it probably won't even be sent to Rochester. Probably. Maybe. Buffalo resident Matt Kent. The presentation also outlined a plan to invest $17 million into the William Street site that includes LED lights, an improvement to employee areas, and other methods to improve efficiency. Mark Lawrence, USPS's strategic communications specialist, spoke following the meeting on why Rochester instead of Buffalo. We're updating our outmoded uh, system. So as part of solidifying and condensing our transportation routes, it makes us transport mail in a more efficient manner because we don't have empty trucks and excess routes traveling to locations that are in excess with half-full trucks. With doing this, we are providing full trucks and taking advantage of our transportation routes in um, making ourselves more efficient. Public comment can be submitted until March 13th. You can find all the details at WBEN.com. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News. All right, Max, thank you. Big turnout there last night. You can see the photo at WBEN.com. Michigan voters headed to the polls to cast their ballots in the state-run primary. Both Republicans and Democrats making their picks for the party's 2024 nominee. It was the final stop before Super Tuesday next week. Former President Trump winning in another landslide. Tens of thousands of Democrats, instead of voting for President Biden, chose to cast their ballots as uncommitted. Chris Steyerwalt on confidence in the president. So 15% would be unfun for Joe Biden, right? That's not what he, he doesn't want to have uh, none of the above basically get 15%. Anything beyond that, though, you start to have conversations or intensify conversations inside the Democratic Party about what are we going to do about this guy? And Biden is sort of a week to, lives week to week with his party. Uh, the crisis of confidence that followed the Her report uh, and other slips or gaffes in the past, uh, he needs a show of strength, especially going into a very consequential week. Well, Haley, the former South Carolina governor, pledged to stay in the race through Super Tuesday. That's next week, March 5th. Well, one way the eclipse might impact us here in western New York might not be thought of by most people. That's cell phone service. You're going to have a lot of people using their phones in the same area. Could create some coverage problems, something areas in the path of the last eclipse saw firsthand. WBEN's Tom Puckett tells us it's something carriers here have been paying attention to. We actually don't expect any impact uh, from the 2024 eclipse on the operation of our network. Chris Sirico of Verizon. We actually went, went to great lengths since the last eclipse to make sure that our capacity and coverage uh, are really uh, reinforced through our 5G ultra-wideband network. Um, so we have ultra-wideband, we have C-band, we have all kinds of bands that are really reinforced, uh, those experiences are going to improve across the board because of it. Sirico says the eclipse is one area Verizon looks at to improve customer experience. The eclipse is one of the many things that we study uh, in terms of laying out our network uh, for the greater Buffalo area and throughout the country, uh, but it's not exclusive to that. Hear more from Sirico online. 
Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you for that. 509 now on WBEN. Bill's GM Brandon Bean meeting with reporters at the scouting combine yesterday. Talked about free agency and what has to happen to bring some familiar faces back. Now that we know the cap, we're working through getting under. And then how much can we create without totally piling up a huge mess, you know, in 25 or 26, whatever year it is. But yes, we'll have conversations with those guys like we will all the free agents. And there's not a free agent that I can think of that I'm going, man, I don't want that guy back. We'll have lots of conversations and we'll see where it goes. Nothing to report at this point, though. Okay, we'll hear a little bit more from Brandon Bean, and we'll be talking with our Sal Capaccio later on this morning at about 7.50. And, you know, on the bill, sad news. The coach, Chuck Dickerson, has passed away at the age of 86. And I'm sure if you've been around Western New York long enough, you know, about the coach Dickerson defensive line coach for the Bills from 87 to 91 and then uh, more famously at least to me hosted an afternoon show on WGR for almost 10 years uh was also was he was simulcast on Empire Sports do I remember that right I remember watching that show uh almost every day just wild <laughs> I mean, some of the shows, it was great, uh, great entertainment, and sad to hear the news uh, that, you know, a guy full of passion, you could tell, always passionate about sports here in Buffalo, passed away at the age of 86. Who loves you, baby? That's Chuck Dickerson, uh, the coach has passed away, unfortunately. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Scattered showers, temperatures near 60 degrees this morning with some showers and thunder showers changing over to snow showers this afternoon. Winds will increase as temperatures drop into the 30s. For tonight, some snow showers, especially south of Buffalo. Overnight lows near 20. We start with some clouds and with sunshine on Thursday with highs near 30. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Joining us on the line right now, Trocare College Live, I'm meteorologist Andy Parker with a look at our changing weather. You know, Andy, it's been so beautiful for, I mean, almost the entire month of February, right? I mean, it's just been above average. I've used my winter coat a uh, record number of uh, least amount of times, right? And today, starting out is no different, but man, things look like they're changing in the snap of your fingers later on this afternoon. Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. And I'm in the same boat with the, uh, I've left the jacket uh, kind of unzipped, you know, you throw it on just to have it there. Uh, this is the warmest February Western New York has ever experienced. We actually tied 2017 for that. And it looks like uh, we are gonna see things change in a big order today. This is not kind of, hey, today is nice and tomorrow it changes. It's literally going to be after lunch. In a matter of hours, we're going to go from the mid-60s to the mid-30s. So we have a push of rain coming through right now. It's Once that gets through, it's going to be pretty quiet. It'll stay warm. We'll be in the 60s. The winds won't be too bad. And I think we're going to see fairly dry skies for the number of hours up until around noon. And I am telling you, if you think like, oh, hey, I'll go outside and have a walk and do this, it is going to change right before your eyes. Right around 12 o'clock on the shoreline of Lake Erie, this big gust of wind comes in. It drops the temperatures almost instantly through the 60s, 50s, 40s, and by 2 p.m., we're in the 30s. That rushes across western New York, bringing 50-mile-an-hour wind gusts. By the time we get to 2 o'clock, it won't just be rain, but it'll be a rain-snow mix that hits the ground. And by around 5 o'clock, we'll hit that 32-degree mark, and that's when we'll find things all in the form of snow. Not a lot of snow. I'll call them snow bursts. 
wind-driven snowbursts that will then begin to ice up the road. So all the water that just fell overnight and this morning, that's going to begin to ice up. Probably not on the majors. They will salt those things like a martini beginning at around 12 o'clock. But then it's going to be the untreated surfaces, your front porches, your walkways, edges of driveways, sidewalks that don't get the salt. Those are going to have some ice on it starting around 5, 6 o'clock tonight. Then the temperatures are in the 20s. We'll have these bursts of lake effect snow continue overnight into the morning hours of Thursday. Not a lot. This is not a huge lake effect storm. The hills see enough, maybe a few inches on the ground there. Lakeshore communities all the way down the Ripley, Dunkirk, maybe an inch. And it's again, it's a coating, a smattering of snow for Buffalo area and the North Towns. I'm going to parcel out Genesee County. I think over there we could get an inch of snow. And then Springville, the hills of southern Erie County and Wyoming could again get around one to three inches by the time we're done. But Brian, as we go through the bonus day of February, it'll feel like February, only in the 20s on Thursday. But I'm telling you, right after that, 40s on Friday, 50s on Saturday, and we're back to 60s on Sunday. And we're going to get three days of dry weather. Oh, trust me. I want to get to the weekend in uh, just a moment. I want to get to it as soon as possible, actually. But when we're talking about this, you know, rapid uh, freeze, basically, because we're talking right right at about that freezing mark. I mean, what are some of the problems that could happen when you're dropping 30 degrees in an hour? Uh, Well, first of all, it's the turbulence of the air. So you're going to have some potentially damaging winds as all of this air stirs up. So you're basically undercutting. You've got this cold wedge of air, and the cold air always goes underneath. Cold air always wins. It shoves that warmer bubble of air out of the way, and when it does, you find some uh, really disturbing uh, turbulent winds. So right as that happens, that's when you're going to get the most uh, kind of violent winds. And then they become... Uh, what I would call unidirectional, where they all kind of, it all blows the same direction. You'll get some 40, 50 mile an hour gusts. The good news is we we were able to pull the max wind down out of this. So it, it's not going to be 60 plus, it'll be 50 plus. Then as you start to get those, it's called a flash freeze. Whenever you have a decent amount of water. So we've had a lot of rain last night. A lot of folks heard it. And then now we're starting to see more rain. So you've got some puddles enough to create that. And then, uh, and, and wet spots on the, Uh, on the concrete, then when you rapidly drop the temperatures down to 32 degrees, it doesn't give it time to evaporate. Sometimes when you slowly drop a temperature and you have gusty winds, it can actually, much like a hair dryer on your hair, it'll evaporate the water that's there. There's not going to be enough time for it to evaporate before the cold air comes in, so it will begin to freeze on uh, on the surfaces. But this is like our blip in the radar, right? Which is crazy to think about February. When I say, you know, 30 degrees is a blip in the radar, you'd think that, well, because most of the days are like 12 degrees. No, it's because most of the days are super warm. I, I mean, I'm already, and this is where you can tell me that I'm foolish or wrong, I'm already doing the little dance. I'm already marching towards St. Patrick's Day. I, spring is here to me starting this weekend, and I'm not looking back. Am I going to be, like, foolish for doing that? Uh, I'm going to say no, because it's, such, it's an extended period of warmth. Enjoy it. Don't worry about the other shoe, because we know that it's only the first half of March. So the first half of March, soak it in. Enjoy it. As we watch it, I'm looking all the way out to the um, 13th here, uh, right as we go, the latest data coming in. We do begin to cool down, but it's not till the middle of the month. The first half of March is going to be great. Yeah, there'll be some warmer days and some cooler days, but it doesn't look like we go 
you don't have to worry like two days from now this is going to end. This is going to be an extended period, maybe another 10, 12 days of this. And then there will be a cool down. I mean, let's all be realistic here. We get snow in May around here. But two things happen. You have longer periods of daylight. The sun is higher in the atmosphere. So you don't have the staying power. Anything that does come late March and April, you know it's here and gone. And that's probably what will end up happening around western New York. I think we can suffice to say the worry that you're going to have snow on the ground for an extended period of time and we're going to go back into some sort of winter, that I think that threat is gone once we exit February because of the way the first half of March looks. There's going to be a couple weeks period where it gets cooler than normal. That's just going to happen. It's how, the, how it all works. But the further you get into April and May, we all know we could get a shot of snow for a day or two, but it's not going to stick around. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the weekend. Can't wait for it. Weather's just going to be unbelievable, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm here for it. Andy, thanks so much. And uh, that number five zero three, Andy. What can people do there? Oh, I tell you what. If you want to know what's going on, you have some activities today. Just text me. It's five zero three, Andy. And if you don't know how that works, it's five zero three two six three nine. Just text me the word weather, and you'll get something back. Or if you have a question, type it in. Put it in your phone. It's like having a meteorologist on speed dial. Nice to hear. Andy Parker, thanks so much. We'll talk again soon, I'm sure. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.